In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What kind of bush do you imagine it might have been? A blueberry bush might have been a waste. A rose bush would have required a different set of crayons. A, bo a boxwood would not have been suited to the climate. A lavender shrub. Now that would have added brilliance to the landscape. Maybe the bush didn't make an impression. If not, no surprise. There are so many other elements to this call story that ask the reader to take note. The angel and the bush ablaze. The fire that burns but does not consume. The bare feet. The voice of God. The call of God. And, well, the name of God. Apart from the narrative that moves the people of Israel from slavery to freedom, breadcrumbs are being dropped by which the sons of Adam and daughters of Eve will find their way to the Messiah when he comes. Now, as important as the broad strokes of this passage are, it's the detail that sets the stage for the disciple of Christ to hear God's call in every time of confusion and oppression. A call that means to single you out as an agent of liberation in the fight against powers and principalities. You can recognize that call when this blueprint leads you into the grand overarching scheme of rescue and salvation. Let's take a look. Did you notice, when God comes, God will come within the framework of creation. The manifestation may be supernatural, even dreamlike, but the stuff of creation will hold the presence and movement of God. The bush. Did you notice? When God comes, God will inspire, infuse, invest, and enlighten. The presence of God never provides for arbitrary destruction. The bush burns, but is not destroyed. The non-consuming flame. Did you notice? When God comes, God will ask you to submit. It's harsh, but clear. Nothing will come between you and God. No panoply, no protective covering. Being barefoot on holy ground has everything to do with letting go of all that's you. Becoming completely and wholly vulnerable to the maker of all. This is no quaint or fond notion of exhilaration. No throwing off the shackles of confining societal expectations that would suggest you clothe your feet. No. No, this is submission. Vulnerability. Bare feet. 
Did you notice? When God comes, God will speak to you in the vernacular. God will speak so that you can understand. God will speak from the circumstances of your life, knowing who you are, where you hurt, where you've been, and what you seek. Did you notice when God comes, God will call you from captivity of Pharaoh to the freedom of the promised land, from the despair of banishment to the hope of God's unfolding kingdom. Did you notice when God comes to you, God leaves a calling card? It will be living, it will be creating, it will be beyond imagination, and it will begin with the declaration of the name that is above every name. But, someone will say, but God doesn't come like that anymore. Someone will say, God doesn't speak like that anymore. Someone will say, I look at today's headlines and look and long not for God, but for the comfort of yesterday when it seemed that life was simpler or kinder or less complicated or without mourning or without pain. Back to the bush. What kind of bush do you imagine it to have been? Rabbinic commentators and early church writers speculated that it was a thorn bush, common desert growth. Its message was as sharp as its spine. It would be painful, this ask of God from the midst of the bush. Moses could never have dreamed of the plagues the land of Egypt would suffer. He could not have foreseen the cost of freedom he did not yet know of the Passover lamb, nor of the people's desire, once freed from captivity, to return to Egypt and slavery in exchange for food and shelter. Oh, oh, the back to Egypt committees of nations and churches alike, they're myriad and always well populated. What would you have done? Would you have seen and heard the presence of God in the burning bush? Would you have obeyed the instructions? Would you have lowered all defenses, laid down your sword to stand in the presence of the holy? And if it became clear that God was calling you, would you have made yourself available? See the fire of the thorn bush in the sacrament of this altar. Hear the voice from the fire calling you to sacrifice for the freedom of those who sit in bondage, to advocate for the restoration of those betrayed by friend and society, to pray for the liberation of the people of Ukraine, and to work for the return and repair of the people from every tribe and nation violated by another. See the fire of the thorn bush in the sacrament of this altar. Hear the voice of God calling to you. 
Moses heard that voice, but was reluctant to go. Even though he could not know all that was ahead of him, he knew enough about the court of Pharaoh to imagine this an impossible task. But the voice from the fire of the thorn bush persisted. The voice from the fire of this altar will not give up. What if, what if, what if I stand with you? Will you go then? What if I give you my name? I am that I am. Will you go then? What if I give you my son? I am the good shepherd. I am the bread of life. I am the sheep gate. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the true vine. I am the light of the world. I am the resurrection and the life. What if I give you my son? And the soldiers took the branches of the bramble bush and twisted together a crown of thorns and pressed it down on his head. What if I give you my son? Will you go then? <laughs> 